0: That record. that record that record, that record got me that high yeah you'll have to wear this my crown you'll have the throw on rocks one again that record got me high is proud to be sponsored by is this tomorrow that's is this tomorrow available at isthistomorrow.com is this tomorrow? Is a weekly web comic cataloging the absurdities taking place at the Azoro News Channel. Characters such as George Kleenex, Weatherman Benjamin Dover, Man on the Scene J.B. Horns, Political Commentator Taffy Tart, Radio Personality Travis Slaughter, Conspiracy Theory Expert J. Elwood Compton III, Paranormalist Murph Davies, Senator Stroller. Political apologist Dr. Iggy, Christian ventriloquist Fred Gastro, and his puppet Woody, and the strangely familiar stocky bear, in his smelly, itchy costume, will entertain the ever-living shit out of you, so that you are doubled up with laughter, collapsed beneath your desk, paralyzed, unable to move. You will be slain. Comically But you'll recover. That's Is This Tomorrow at isThistomorrow dot com.
1: got me and you we got craps in the corner on a monday night and by friday we live high time all right welcome everyone to another episode of that record got me high our special monthly live at laser wolf edition let's hear it everyone for laser wolf we're in the laser wolf beer closet let's hear it everyone yeah clap your hands that's what he's we're asking you to do Thank you Chris It's not hard For hosting us Beautiful Laser rope In downtown Fort Lauderdale Let's not go overboard We have uh, That is Barry Stock That is Rob Elba And uh, we do every week We do a a weekly podcast Where we talk about records But this is a very special one Because we have a special guest Mr. Rick Ahmed Hey Welcome Rick
2: What's up Thank you for having me
1: And uh, Rick, in case, for those of you who don't know, Rick, uh, Ahmed, along with his brother Gary Ahmed, produced uh, a a documentary that's coming up uh, this weekend, actually. It's going to premiere at Savor Cinema, formerly Cinema Paradiso. Is it
2: Savor or Savor?
1: Is it Savor?
2: Savor? I think I heard Paradiso. I don't know what the name of the place is.
0: But ask you, what is it, Rob? Is Is it it Savor Savor or Savor? It may may
1: be
2: Savor. I notoriously... Savor.
1: Savor.
2: Savor. 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 Like, like I know tourism. Like, like, I'm like Dollar into my General. Mother.
1: I mispronounced it. It's everything. like Save or Save a lot. Alright, so the Sabor Cinema. Dollar General, the Fort Sabor Lundell. Cinema.
0: Uh Friday, February Popcorn, 1st. Popcorn, fifty cents.
1: Saturday, February 2nd. Uh, the name of the documentary is what, Rick?
2: Oh, uh, Whiskey on Beer. Here whiskey on the Beer. Train. You
1: gotta lean in. Here oh. comes the Bright yeah. Line. Get to close this closed right mic up show. In my Who will be the Bright Line's next victim? Uh well. All right. So this documentary. So one was- of our
0: one of our guests, our former guests, sent us a photo of a
1: victim. Oh God! It was horrible. Uh, it was real. It is. But but now we're we're learning that most of the victims are suicides. From yeah, this train, that's. Right? They don't want to
0: publicize it because yeah. they then people won't. Engineers won't drive the trains, the bright Brightline, be too because they, yeah, it's, it is traumatizing. So, I do, I don't well, want this to was a guy it. who I'm, we might get it over with and put it out there. This is a guy on uh, Dixie Highway in uh, North Miami Beach, two hundred eight. He looks was wearing sneakers and some shorts and uh, looks like he was out for a jog. And then he walked up to the track and laid his neck down on the track, and then it, the train ran over it and cut off his head.
2: That's fucking balls. I know.
1: And some hardcore. Thank you, Joey Maya, for making our day and sending us.
0: And all, remember
2: to buy Joey's book about the Clash. What's it called? The drummer of Miami Beach. Jesus Christ! Why not and just lock yourself and in Gore photographer? you your, garage garage with your car I know, Right? On. No, no, because every,
1: everyone's got to see what you've done. And some hardcore yeah. band,
2: you know, is going to use
1: that picture. Nah, it's single. a shitty
0: low-res picture. <laughs> oh, no, that's not, like that stops hardcore. It's too low-res. Nah, no, it's really low-res. It's all the crust punk band. All right. But but
1: anyway, so we haven't even mentioned got- who this, what this episode is about, the band it's about. It's about legendary South Florida punk band Load.
0: Yep, that's right. And. That's why you're all here.
1: All right, so Load were a band. Uh, they started in the '90s in South Florida, and uh, so, but but Rick, it, it's interesting how you and your brother, because you and your brother are way too young to have ever seen Load or know about them at the time when they were in their heyday. So tell, how did you discover Load? I
2: have, I have been a friend that I uh, went to high school with, and he moved down here right after high school, and we kept in touch. and He would always make me mixes of hardcore bands and everything. And one day, just out of the blue, he sent me some load stuff. And it was a year after Bobby died. And he was like, oh, you have to check this out. This guy, he's fucking pissed. It sounds so pissed. And the first song he sent me was Lumberjack Death Luge. And then uh, Slalom and Gamora. Yeah. And it, it was just like dope. <laughs> so, that's how,
1: so that song is called Slalom and Gamora.
2: It has like five names. Because it's like Slalom and Gomorrah. So Gamoron, like, I've seen it that way yeah, yeah. too. Well, we'll get well, we'll into it. As we, we'll, we'll never
1: know. We'll never know, because as we get as we get into the the record, I discovered something Fausto told me, because I asked him, is, is there a record of these lyrics? And he said, no. He goes, and also, the lyrics changed all the time. He goes, Bobby would never sing the same thing twice. He goes, so whatever we recorded, if we recorded a song, it was just that day, whatever he was singing. He said, but no one knows uh, what the lyrics are actually. It was
2: just frozen in It eternity, is eternal like mystery.
1: It's eternal mystery, and... um all right, so, so Rick, so you discovered, wow, so a year after you died, so that was 2013. 2013.
2: And, and you I got, became
1: obsessed with this guy I got
2: really into it, and I learned everything I could, and that meant reading all, he had like, you know what's remarkable, is he had like five obituaries, like normally when someone dies, there's like one. No, no, he no. He had no. like, yeah, yeah. there was like five fucking big tribute pieces. Yeah. So I learned everything from reading those as well as going on to YouTube. Everything I got was from YouTube comments, comments on Facebook pictures on his right, uh, right. Bobby Lode tribute, and just random Google searches. And I managed to piece together a lot of the history from that, but there was still a real lot we didn't know. Right. And the lyrics were so weird, and they were funny, but also kind of cryptic, because you didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Right, right. So that you know further fueled the curiosity. Then you go on, you find out he was in Insanity Assassin. So I was 12 in fucking 1996, so of course I was in Marilyn Manson, of course I read the book, so I heard about that in there. Of course you and were. And then, <laughs> but exactly, I watched be the, nice, the doc- documentary nice, that be Chris Nicholas made, and right, Jeff right, right. was in that, and yes. he was in Jack Off Jill, so it really fucked with me how I heard of Marilyn Manson, I heard of Jack Off Jill, I heard of Insanity Assassin, how the fuck did I never hear of Loat? That's what really like me You'd be like, "What the fuck is going on? This band is great. This is one of the greatest bands I've ever heard." Whenever you play Somebody Load, the first thing they say is like, "Oh, this kind of sounds like Every Time I Die." But it predates Every Time I Die by like 5, 6 years. Right, right, right. They were insanely ahead of their time.
1: They were ahead of their time and they were they were just a great band and I'm sad for you because you never got to see them. All right, so here's so here's the deal. Here's what we have. We have three different Different types of people because Barry didn't. Barry's been living not down from here. here. But Barry's not from here, and he. A lot of people who live. I'm
0: from like, the Central Florida like area. In the
1: southeast, knew about Load because they they toured pretty extensively in the southeast, and I and I know they had fans in like Kentucky and uh, Tennessee, and they played a lot of these places a lot, so they had fans. But Barry, you somehow missed them, so you didn't know. Anything I was in about Athens, Lode. Georgia. Right, but Barry knows. He might have played in that. You know what? They might
0: have played the 40-watt, and I just didn't know who Lode, Lode was, and I didn't go. So. Right, right. Uh,
1: I knew Lode all too well because I start, I was in a band uh, in South Florida at the same time. I was a band called The Holy Terrors, and we formed in 1990. And Lode, I believe, formed in 91. Is it, was it 91 that they— I believe so, yeah, right, 91. 91. Mm-hmm. So we were to, at the same time. I played a bunch of shows with them. And I will say outright, and I've told people this before, I, my band, The Holy Terrors, were good. We were a great band. People used to do, we were a good live band. But the one band that I would be terrified of playing a show with was Lode. Because no yeah. matter who they played I can with,
0: tell you wouldn't want to follow them. Based no, on just the they well,
1: and Lode, yeah. they opened up for a bunch. They, they played with Bad Brains, they played with the Ramones and the uh, Melvins. That,
2: that, that, Alistona. You love the Alistona. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they played with sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That story didn't actually. I don't think that made it into the documentary, the Murphy's Law story, about how Bobby incited a riot and fucking Jimmy Gestapo got blamed for it ah, and, nice, got nice. and got arrested and got had to go back down to floor. Jimmy Gestapo. To face the charge. We tried <sighs> to interview him. We couldn't get a hold of him.
1: Oh, well, one thing, as we talk about Lodeberry, one thing you're going to learn is that their nickname, they're all like, these people have mob nicknames. Okay. So they're talking about people like Surfer Bob and like yeah, um, I Jim heard, yeah, and right. Punk Rock Pauline yeah. and Gay Ray. I go, why do you call him Gay Ray? Oh, well, that's just so we know him from the other Ray.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> and Danny Pukes. Smallpox Ray is the
1: other yeah. guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so they all had like these mob nicknames. That- so we should mention, aside from uh, Bobby Lowe Johnson, who did pass uh, in uh, Octo- uh, on October 19, 2012, we have uh, drummer extraordinaire Fausto Figueiredo, who is here tonight. Where are you, Fausto? <laughs> <laughs>
0: come on. Fausto, Fausto. Of course, know where to be. Fucking he's smoking a cigarette right there.
1: He's here. Uh, we have uh, bassist Tony Qualls, uh, who is still who is still with us. He's not here, but he's oh, still with us. Tampa.
0: He was on our show? Uh, he, was on
1: our show. Uh, he was on our show. He did the uh, No Means No, no episode. That's right. And uh, another awesome band. And uh, Jeff Tucci, a uh, guitar player, unfortunately passed away in 2014, like one month. Before this record, we're going to be talking about uh, Drunken Warrior Chief, uh, which is a great compilation put out by... um uh, Rat Town Rat Records, Town Records. Yeah. Uh, Drunken War Chief and he passed away like one month before it was released uh, Jeff Tucci did and let's not forget Ray And we have Ray so please we, we forget Ray yeah he's gonna go off on Fausto again Ray uh, Sousa who who joined the band uh, later on he was outside where's a, Ray a guitar player joined as a second guitar player originally there he is. I but eventually took over bass duties for Tony when Tony like kind of lost his mind whatever Ray was the uh, bass player for Load for for a long time he was in the band and, uh, and I found out just just recently in doing my homework for this that Ray is the one that plays on Feel the Power, the record Feel the Power, which we're going to talk about a couple songs from that. I didn't know Ray played bass on that because they put pictures of Tony on these things
2: and it's Ray who played on it so that's he kind was of the sh- he's the shaman look you didn't know upload. that either, didn't you? I, you know what I, I knew ev- <laughs> I, I know everything I know everything there is to fucking know but uh, well, it's we'll been like see four years since we did the we'll general see. research some of it slipped my we'll mind we'll see
1: about that I just want to mention as far as the uh, Rattown Records you can go to rattownrecords.band because Lode is obviously not a band we're talking about a band they were a South Florida hardcore band and they they tour they open up for a lot of people but obviously a lot of people just are not going to know about them but you should definitely like uh, Rick said the more you discover them the yeah uh, you're going to probably. You know, I
0: didn't really listen to him until this, till this week, and I was actually.
1: Yeah, Barry messaged me, and he goes, Oh, uh, you know. I, I was skeptical. Like I had said. to go
0: on the treadmill at the gym, and I put
1: the <laughs> load record on, and I was like, Hey, I walked like six miles. <laughs> In like, yeah. a, in like 30 minutes. So he, he became a convert, Barry did. All right, so if you go to rattownrecords.bandcamp.com, you could see uh, that's where you can get uh, Drunken Warrior Chief, and you could uh, you could stream it, and you could also obviously buy it, which you, I definitely recommend that you do that. And Rick, also, you got a band up in Connecticut uh, called Intercourse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rick's got an awesome band, Intercourse, which you guys sound amazingly kind of like Load, right? <laughs> well, who else would you want to rip off? I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, so if you go to intercourse.bandcamp.com, that's uh, where you'll find all
2: things And your, your
0: name is only about verbal intercourse. You wouldn't been, be, have anything to do with that other
2: thing. It's really hard to name a band now. It I is. agree. Yeah, you just gotta take, I was surprised no one took intercourse. After me and Rob. We, we, spent, Swedish
0: speed metal we band. spent like six weeks trying to get a band oh, name. I googled up? it, man.
2: <laughs> I googled it. There was no other intercourses.
0: Who knew the Andrew okay. Jackson 5 was Some kids taken. trying to rip it off. So say you. So
1: all right, so load uh, load uh, were heavy. This sound was they were heavy band, but they weren't uh, gratuitously heavy.
0: No, uh-uh. I, what I hear is like um, I hear it's like I hear Black Flag in there a lot, right, and yeah, I hear sure. but the guitar sound is more is a is a more of a classically like like a metal guitar sound or a, or a grunge guitar sound like, right from like but these but this they were
2: like at the beginning of it this right. is like 1991 right. yeah, exactly yeah, it's very bluesy they were more about energy than down to heaviness yeah, exactly. yes. and crunch yeah. it was more it was kind of east bay ray very yes abstract uh, some type Dead Kennies, of guitar yeah, definitely playing Dead and, yeah
1: in there. these they should have been on
2: uh
1: alternative tentacles they would have mm-hmm. been awesome that would have been great or band.
2: amphetamine reptile yeah, how did they end up
1: not
0: i mean well i think it's because they were stuck they were in fucking south labels. florida
2: and they did. They they got courted
1: by some labels around the time, but they were just they, these guys were such a train wreck, though, man. <laughs> I love any them stories. There's such train wrecks. Any firsthand um, accounts? Well, two of them aren't even uh, right. Well, we on do have two. And, we you know. have yeah. Well, we have. Uh... Um, but yeah. So, uh, but the crazy. Uh, but the the one thing I always want to say is the crazy drunken power of their music. Sometimes masked how smart their songs were. Because yeah. their songs were really clever and funny and just smart. Bobby Johnson was not an idiot. Bobby Johnson was usually always drunk. And he was he was great. He was fun to talk to. He he also stuttered. He had like this stutter and people used to make uh rah 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 rah. That's just how he talk. And it was people would just of course obviously uh, people would give him shit about because that's what idiot. Uh, punk it was rock very people absurdist.
2: Do. Yeah, but it's yes. definitely not stupid. No, no, Very not much stupid at all. Absurdist, looking into the abyss sure. and laughing yes, at the yeah. irony of all of it. Exactly, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, so let's get in this record. We're
1: going to talk about song we picked. I asked Rick to basically pick like we got like twelve songs from Drunken Word Chief. It, it's got like a bunch. It's like over twenty songs on this. Thing. It's, it's like
2: their whole yeah. It's uh, a great uh, compilation whole But we
1: picked could. so we picked like some some highlights from it that we're going to talk about. And the first song, the oh, it's it's the opening song on it, and it's uh, Bolt of Lead, which was originally on Six Pack uh Six pack to the go, uh,
2: which is a nineteen ninety five compilation on Stiff Board. Uh, well it was record. on their faceless records, uh it was on their first LP. Right. right. It ended up on Six Pack. To oh go. It was the Six Pack to Yeah. Go, was the the, the, the Faceless LP okay. it was the okay. the studio Sweet. version and then there was a live side to it. So oh, there was a studio okay, side okay, okay, I think okay. the studio side was six songs and the live side. Oh nice nice okay and, and this is the second song on This that. song
1: is as good an introduction to load as as as, as any could be really right because because, um... It's got that uh, riff. It's got the. So many of their songs have like these great
2: riffs. Yeah. Drenched in feedback. Yes. Yeah. Bobby goes off on a weird, Scream, random, train tangent whoa. in the middle. Uh,
1: uh, fell off. All right. So it starts out. <laughs> fell off my bar stool again. It was my only <laughs> companion. She's there laughing at me. So he's so he's he fell off the bar stool and and she's laughing at him. And then it kicks into it. Ki- changes speed, which they do a lot. It kicks into really fast. It all almost the time. goes in a grindcore speed. Yes. For a and there. and now he needs something. I need something for my stomach. I need something. For my loins, I'll take any kind of. Does he say coins? Loins, coins. coins. Says I'll Nabisco take, poop. Yeah, yeah. I'll drink any kind is, of
2: soup. I'll eat. Uh, is it Nabisco? Nabisco poop. If you look into like his childhood and how his family and his dad was in and out of money, it makes a lot of sense. The okay. whole life like, <laughs> Well, because <laughs> I'll take any kind of coins. You know, it's oh, kind okay, of like a hand okay, handling, right. Like you ever go to? When I was in high school. We wouldn't spend our lunch money. We would take it and we would buy pot with it. So oh no! Nobody ever does that at lunch, and we would hand <laughs> no, handle coins no, no
1: children listening to this podcast. No,
2: no. you would buy what? <laughs> Kids don't have the attention span to
0: listen to podcasts. So bolt of lead. Does that? Does everybody know what bolt of lead? What a bolt of lead would refer to? A, uh,
1: a bullet. I was thinking, right? Uh, no, actually,
0: it's what they use to. When the, at the slaughterhouse for the cows, there's a there's a thing that's a it's a bolt that sh- comes shooting out of a thing and it and it and it shoots into the cow's head and kills it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that sounds more like I didn't even think I, of that. I, yeah, but that's good. That's, that's I could good. Totally that that's understand. why I'm That'd here. Something they would be into. And he also mentions Little Haiti in the back, which is a reference, which they reference a lot to uh, the Club Churchills, famed uh, Miami Club Churchills, which is in Little Haiti, and uh, and this club. Uh, Lode obviously played there a lot, I played there a lot It's still going now, but in the 90s For those of you who don't know, in the 90s where churches was in Little Haiti, that was a bad name. No bueno. No. <laughs> oh you gotta write about God. what you know. That was yeah. such a. It was scary going there to play. I mean, I was terrified every time I went It there was scary the going there up until fairly recently, <laughs> like five years ago. So, this song basically, I feel like it's Bobby has a tummy ache from drinking too much. That's yep. what I'm getting out of it.
2: I got a lot of uh, childhood vibes from it. Yeah, well, that's he, what I thought. Oh, for sure, totally. He would do
1: that a lot, though, right? He would kind of back and forth, man. Everything his, just came out so randomly. Yeah, he
2: really yeah. intertwined his own mythology in the songs very well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're absolutely to form a na- chaos magic. It's probably why we're still talking about him six years after he's passed. Thank you. Probably and, one and of the like greatest 20- chaos magicians South Florida's ever known. Oh This guy's a true fan. I love it,
1: man. You hit the nail on the head. And speaking of nail, we get to the next song that we're talking about, which is the song Nail. Which you, this was the B-side to the Sleestack uh, single that was on House of Pain in 1993. Do you know where they got the title from? Of course you do. So tell me, because I could not no, know. Well, I it was a band that.
2: they always toured with called Nail. Nail had a Song called "Load." Uh, oh, that's right. Fausto told me that one time, but I I hardly listen to Fausto when he tells me these stories.
1: <laughs> they just they go on and on. <laughs> all right, so it starts out a Tesco. V- oh wait, so Tesco where was v- where was the band nail from? He told Alabama. Because oh, yeah. I was because he sings about uh, Detroit people in this. Because he says uh, he's all over the fucking. Tesco B, He told me Surfer Surfer Bob. Now he's a dog. MC5, they kept it alive, and I love it. He says, "So what?" You want to hear a <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> bad story? All right, so he talks about Blue Cheer. They, they, they didn't live there. Now I'm a dog, but he's talking about uh, Detroit because Tesco V obviously was the singer for uh, the uh, Meat Man. Um,
0: Meat Man, you're right. Uh, the Bear. Meat
1: Man, and also he did that uh, label. What was his label? Was um, that not Touch and Go? But
2: yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so they're talking about Surfer Bob again with with the mob uh, with the mob n- nicknames. Um, okay, so the band uh, Nail had a song "Load." That's awesome. There you go. And uh, yeah, this song, yeah, there's no way you, you could
2: know that stuff like and that. And the chorus right? is just him screaming "Nail" a bunch of times. Yes, so, uh-huh. <laughs> it's
0: so good. Something about something about sex in public. What's the sex in public line? I think he. In this I song? think he
2: had sex. Oh, sir, uh, uh, fucking uh, in public ain't
0: no public. Uh, ain't no. So public. if you're fucking
2: in public, it's not really in public,
1: right?
0: <laughs> right? It's a paradox <laughs> wrapped inside a, a lot, mystery, wrapped it's inside a logic. riddle. Yeah.
1: Heavy load logic. All right, so we get to song number three is saving you from your life, and I have no idea what he's saying in this song. You don't know what that song's about. It's all just about killing here. yourself, dog. It is, but I feel, and I feel like it's Bobby like
2: like literally trying to save you from your life. Yeah, by telling you he's going to go and fucking kill yourself. Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Say you need a friend? Try Dr. Kavorkian. Come yes, on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Go and kill yourself. Everybody remembers Dr. Couldn't make that nowadays. Well, hope that would
1: pass. Lode was really good with throwing in uh, pop culture references in his mm-hmm. songs. Uh, a lot of yeah, Kavorkian—that's pop, pop culture.
0: Yeah. It was it in is. 1992. The suicide the doctor. Yeah.
1: yeah, the suicide.
2: Please, it was. Please.
0: please. Doctor Death.
2: Don't mock me. Well, it was, it was, yeah.
0: That's what people are waiting for, is for me to mock you.
2: That's true. You, you can mock Nobody yeah. under 21 gets that. Nobody under 25 gets that Probably lyric. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I forget about that. Now uh, it's Dr. God, Brian Lime. Not even millennials. What are they now? Generation Z? Uh, no, no, okay. no. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I know I'm barely a millennial, but I know I'm oh, not supposed oh, to oh, like you're a Oh, believe me, you're a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, fine.
1: We tell him to get it. We tell them to stay anywhere in for a lot books, an Airbnb in uh, Sunny Isle. I
2: didn't book that. They booked it. <laughs> it's I was sunny, gonna stay in the it's fucking got Sunny in the name. <laughs>
0: You know what's in Sunny? I told him what's in Sunny Isles. Say, is that, in that the fucking Trump Tower, where all the Russians live. Call them uh, where he sold them property so they could get visas. That's in Sunny Isles. Plus, you, get, you want Russian
2: food in South Florida? Last you time Sunny we stayed Isles. there, there was a guy in his underwear. He was sitting on the corner of his bed. His You're underwear. You're lucky he was all, he's wearing ah, underwear. Shit. He just had his door open. He was trying to talk to us. (laughs) He put his underwear on just for you. It was beautiful. It was $50 a night, and I slept in the bed in my underwear. Gary slept in his clothes like he was going to get a fucking disease. Just from sleeping on a little... By the way, Gary, we keep talking about Gary. Gary
1: is Rick's brother, and brother. he's the, hes more of the f- filmmaker. I mean, you guys both made this movie, but Gary's
2: like the—oh yeah, the yeah. I don't know right? how to edit shit. Uh, but you kind of—I feel like you kind of—I uh, I internet stalked everybody and talked now, everybody ask, into it. I'm gonna.
1: Well, I'm, i, was I gonna ask you that. Is Barry? I feel like Gary. Uh, did you kind of uh, uh, bully Gary into making this a little bit?
2: Sort of. I, yeah, <laughs> I got well, that. no, because Gary's always been Gary's been editing shit and he's been doing film shit since he was like 14. Oh, okay. So I got a really good job where I had a lot of disposable income, and I was like, "We got to do something, man!" Like, what job? Uh, I was a, the residential supervisor at a company that housed people with acquired brain injuries.
1: They, with all those tattoos They hired you?
2: Oh, well, That don't matter now Nobody gives a shit about If I cover tattoos them <laughs> I speak very nicely I, I clean up very well Rob Elba You do No And you're a very uh, Personable young man And I was you like are. Gary You know You got your degree You got to do something With this I have all this money Let's talk to these people And let's go for a trip To Florida And then I got laid off Three days before we went there On Friday the 13th oh, that's right That's so punk rock <laughs> It fucking sucked But it was that, great yeah, How did
0: that convo go? We saw, we saw your tattoos. Get the
2: fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it was, we're a shitty company. We can't keep anybody here, so everybody's left, so we have to cut somebody. Uh, and you're the new I know I felt one, so, so bad
1: when you guys came down, but you guys
2: did last it, man. In, you guys first got your
1: goddamn car. I mean, I, I guess
2: any reasonable person would have just not left and saved their fucking money, but That's I'm true. an idiot. So yeah, well, here I am. All right, speaking of idiots, uh,
1: this is another song from the Sleestack Stack single. The next song is Rug Burns, which, oh, uh, oh this this song was a monster. I can, I can tell you, I remember the first time I saw Lil. Play this song live, and it's like, and it's like when Bobby gets to the chorus, grab the wheels. The
0: wheel. Oh, yeah, cars,
2: cars on, on fire. I don't know what song, the fuck's this about. He's never had a license, he's never been able to drive a car. So that's what I'm gonna, too drunk, drive me home. I don't that, know. That's
1: what I was gonna ask. did uh, think it's a fantasy. Bobby, Pausto, you have a mic out there. Look, Fasco, he's talking. Don't give
2: we can't Pausto, even Pausto, move to the microphone. Did Bobby
1: ever have a license? Did Bobby? No, he never had a
2: license. Bobby had a license for like I think maybe like the first six months that I ever knew him, and then and after that was that, it, right? Because I, I only ever baby. Dade county authorities interceded.
1: I never I, knew this that. Sounds, sounds you, like a terrifying car ride. Maybe he had a DUI. We're, maybe that's it. He co- always he always said that he was willing to drive when we were on tour, <laughs> and we made him we made him drive like in the Smoky Mountains in oh, Tennessee oh, one time, and he lasted like about thirty minutes, and he was. Like no no, no I can't. and then Jeff took uh, over. There you go. <laughs> all right, so another. This song is another killer riff in it. Uh, yeah, it's and, great and song. It's, uh, They're all killer. Right? When I'm driving in the backseat, basically yeah. Ran us off the road. Sitting in my room. Then he's sitting in my room, got no place to go, kneeling on my. So is he in the car? Or is he sitting in his goddamn room? I think he's daydreaming, dog. That's what he's daydreaming about. This terrifying car wide ride where he had to grab the car caught on fire and he had to grab the wheel. Oh, so that good. makes it's sense, such actually. Gee, you
2: just blew my fucking mind. That's
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. I got it. So, yeah, so he's a passenger in the car, and, uh, and it's so terrifying because Bobby had to grab the wheel. That's how fucked up it was. Um, yeah, this sounds like some kind of terrifying story that really actually happened. I think this, def- this song definitely happened. Well, uh, let's do one more song. I want to do right. Pastor's Day. This was the single, the 1993 single on Faceless Records. And this this one, I have to talk about this, because the sleeve, this had the famous, locally, this is the famous sleeve cover, there, there because it's a picture of uh, Fausto with our uh, friend of ours, Tom Bowker, uh, had cancer, and he lost one of his eyes, so he had a glass eye, and the cover is a picture of Tom Bowker's glass eye on Fausto's Wait, tongue. Wait, Fausto
2: wants to say something.
1: Yeah, what, what?
2: He didn't have cancer. He was like eight or nine years old, and he... Walked into a, like a tree branch. Oh, is
1: that what happened? I thought it was cancer. Okay. She'll bury your. Yes. A yes tattoo. Here it He's is. Got a I have. Awesome. I saw it. Yeah, I broke and, and Tom. Tom, eye. Glass Tom yelled eye. at
2: me on the internet the other day, and I fucking yelled back at him. I have your yeah, fucking he, eye on my arm. He, he
0: never,
1: what more he do, you do, never do you need to know that? about
2: this song, Bastard's Day? Tom Balker yelling. What the fuck is he talking
1: about there too? I've I kill you, kill me, kill them. I heard Sammy Davis, heroin. I love how he rhymes, kill them with heroin. Hey. <laughs> That's so good uh, Go to hell and Then he screams Go to hell lot. I think this is his Religious The anti-religious Or re- religious Because you know Bobby's uh, The mom Bobby and uh, his mom Was uh,
2: very uh, religious Very religious I thought it was about Johnny Appleseed Really why Where do you get that Because he says I'm Johnny Appleseed Like <laughs> five times
1: <laughs> Okay well fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. Can't be sure, but this, I'll tell you one well, thing.
0: Well, that's a it's beat poetry. That's dog. a very obscure reading of it.
1: <laughs> the song does rock, though. It does rock. Oh, yeah, no, it it it, no, the, the chorus is every dope. Song It's on Very
0: words. buoyant. In uh, fact, this yeah. song, this this record, you'll go like you don't know how the energy, like live, how you would continue. You would do this song after song because right? it's yeah, so yeah, yeah. Right. intense. There's no break. There's no like, oh, they're, they're, it's a slow one. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right, cuz even the slow one will, yeah, will get him totally time. screaming.
0: He's like he's totally coming from way down deep, you know, just really giving Absolutely. it his all.
1: Absolutely. All right, so this is a good time. Let's take a little break. Let's refresh our beers. Once again, we are live at Laser Wolf. Let's hear it everyone for Laser oh, cool. Wolf. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris, for uh, hosting us here. Thanks everyone, and uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute with me, Barry Stock, and Rick talking about load on that rooker has got me high.
0: Record Got Me High is proud to be sponsored by Is This Tomorrow. That's Is This Tomorrow, available at isthistomorrow.com. Is This Tomorrow is a weekly web comic cataloging the absurdities taking place at the Azoro News Channel. Characters such as George Kleenex, weatherman Benjamin Dover, man on the scene JB Horns, political commentator Taffy Tart. Radio personality, Travis Slaughter. Conspiracy theory expert, J. Elwood Compton III. Paranormalist, Murph Davies. Senator, Stroller. Political apologist, Dr. Iggy. Christian ventriloquist, Fred Gastro. And his puppet, Woody. And the strangely familiar, Stocky Bear. In his smelly, itchy costume. Will entertain the ever-living shit out of you. That's is this tomorrow at is this dot com. Hey, this is Barry Stock, and this is Rob Elba of uh, That Record Got Me High, and we are here for a special message. If you have a business
1: or a company, multinational or a corporation or a website? Uh hey, and and you enjoy listening to our show? Maybe other people would be into it. You That's know, right. Become a
0: sponsor. We are looking for sponsors for our show so that we can retire and go live on yachts off the coast of Florida. There you
1: go. But it actually is very reasonable to become a sponsor. Also just go to, to
0: pay high. the rent.
1: Yeah, that would be good. Uh, Very reasonable. Um, You could hit us up at uh, trgmh33 at gmail.com, or you could message us on Facebook. And uh, inquire. That's actually very reasonable. It is. And we have listeners. You know, podcast listeners, they're a special bunch. They're people that don't go outside much. They hang out That's on their right. computers and they and they buy shit on their computers because they you. to go we outside. We allow you
0: to not interact with society. <laughs> when you're listening to our podcast. We're all about that. You do not have to do anything else. We're all
1: about that. So, uh, yeah. If, uh, if Shut in. Or if you know someone else, that might be... Uh, that might want to be a sponsor of Influence, that record. God, shut-ins. As I'm getting touched, the incarcerated. Me. Once again, Robin Barry. We'll see.
0: you That guys. record got me high. Thank you very much. Social security checks. Just right. Just sign over your social security check. Rob Elba. Are terrible at
1: AOL.com. All right, right, we're back That record got me high Once again, we are live at Laser Wolf Let's hear it everyone for Laser Wolf
0: Yeah, come on, some some applause, there we go
1: We're drinking some delicious beers Barry, tell them about the beers we're drinking
0: We're drinking, uh, these are from Invasive Species Brewery Which is right around the corner from Laser Wolf We have the Canyonero India Pale Ale And the, uh, I must say the, uh, we've got the Gravitron, and we got, don't close the door all the way. And then we got, uh, the Gravitron, uh, double IPA, oats, and honey. And, uh, they're so what do you think, They're Rick? Delicious. I think these are great. They're very
2: heady. <laughs> this, I'm gonna yeah, be slurring his speech, so, been, so no, by the no end offense, of this. no offense. This Rick. is the best alligator piss I've ever had. <laughs> no offense, Rick, but I feel like any beer that would be put in front of you, you would say was yeah, great. And I, drink I'm drink. not calling it alligator piss because I'm calling it alligator piss because there's an alligator on the can. Yes, it does not taste like alligator. It doesn't taste. It's delicious t- and I mean, I don't know what alligator piss tastes like. Oh, we could help you out with If alligator piss tasted like this, I would have an About a 15-minute
0: drive. We'll find some alligator piss for you.
2: Saltwater crocodile. Those are a little more so can rare. Can you tell them from Connecticut? Yes, yeah, believe we me, can. we can tell. Right from the
1: start, we can tell. All right, so we're talking about Uh, low, uh Don't forget, we have the uh, the big documentary, Whiskey on Beer, which is premiering this weekend, Friday, February 1st, at Savor Cinema in Fort Lauderdale. You can get tickets. You can go to uh, FLIF, fliff.com. Uh, and just search uh, Whiskey on Beer there, and you can get tickets. They're $10 in advance, $12 at the door. I think Friday's definitely going to sell out. there's going to be a lot of people there, so you guys should definitely pick up tickets and go to that. All right, so we're talking about... The next song that we're talking about is Snake Eyes, and that's also on Feel the Power. And I want to say... That uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize that on "Feel the Power" that that this is Ray playing bass on this record, and I'm sad to say that I did not know that. Uh, Tony Qualls is an awesome guy and a great bass player, but Ray was also a big part of Load.
2: Yeah, because he's on the back cover, so you think you would think. Yeah, these guys. While we're at it, this is actually the catchiest Load song Never. ever. Yes, yeah, this has awesome. got the hook. Yeah, it's just oh, a this pretty is awesome. The hook. Song. It is. This is the hook. Yes, up "Feel the Power," uh, which came out in
1: 2000 on. 702 records which was them.
2: like an imprint of slovenly if you know the garage rock label slovenly oh yeah
0: i mean i know slovenly yeah
2: they're still i mean they put out shit all the time they put out some great new coke records who the, sadly never did anything after the, those new coke records are great they In were fact, fucking
0: awesome i paid for a half i paid for a new coke record that I was supposed to like you get like one single off of it and you were supposed to get the rest of it and then it never came out and yeah the LP never came out I didn't get I never got my money
2: back Dan Morales decided he didn't want
0: to finish it it was cool record though those guys were great
2: they were awesome yeah uh I went to that Dan Morales from New Coke is the guy that turned me on to load that's the person Uh, there's your connection so Dan we went to City Hill Middle School in Connecticut together and he moved Uh to Florida afterwards and I Me too. I was actually bumped when I found out they were. I'm still bumped.
1: <laughs> so it starts out, all the boys are jealous of me because I got you. All the girls are jealous of you. Cause you've got me and you. we got craps in the corner
2: on a Monday night. All
1: the boys are jealous of me because I got you. All the girls are jealous of you because you've got me and you. we got craps in the corner on a Monday night. And by
2: Friday, we live. High time. Yeah man. Uh, and if you know Bobby, you know this whole thing with his dad being a grifter. There's so many references <laughs> to gambling. that like, well, basically? Well, was a horse guy. He yeah. played the horses. And it's right. there's a true crime reference to what is it? Meyer Meyer Lansky Myers said Blade 21.
1: Yep. He was the he was the mob accountant.
2: Yes, yes, in uh, Miami, right? I mean, yeah, was he was originally. Mind. He ended up in Miami. He died know. in Miami. I know that much because I looked yeah. him up
0: on Wikipedia. It was seven seven not a peaceful, ago. quiet death, as I recall. I'm sure it was awful.
1: Um, so once again, throwing the pop. Although I don't know, could you call Meyer Lansky a pop culture reference? That's yeah, like a sure. To Bobby, Lowe, yeah. Lode. I knew Bob Meyer Lansky. So yeah, sure. I'd, but for some reason, they Bobby's down on 21 in this. He he wants to roll the dice because like 21. He was one of your people, fun. wasn't he, Meyer, Meyer Lansky? Yeah, he was, yeah, of course he Just was. Just saying. With a name like Meyer Lansky, please. Right, yeah. All right, so the song, so when you're talking about in the chorus, uh, green and white, they're talking about, it's a reference, obviously, to the colors on the table, on the gaming tables, the yeah, green yeah. and white. That's right. But also, the white, they're talking about what white? They're talking about cocaine. It's co- Miami, yeah. Cocaine. Yeah, they're talking about cocaine, because he says, at some point, he says, green and blow. Oh! <laughs> I thought he said blue. A, he, he does say green and blue because there's blue on the tables too. Uh-huh. But he also says blow, green and blue And I'm
2: blowing your mind again, aren't I? Yet? You just you blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. I did because not even cocaine.
1: I'm just gonna say right now. This is a, we're all adults here. We're all family. Cocaine, Bobby did not do cocaine. No, though. Bobby did not. Bobby mainly mainly drank. He drank mainly beer. Mainly cheap beer But uh, yeah Some other members of Old Milwaukee load, Yeah did uh, there, there was cocaine around Well it was like Barry said It's Florida It, was Miami. it from the sky It was yeah. Miami in the 90s yeah. I mean yeah It was all over the place Yeah so there's a reference To the uh, It was widely available and yeah, he's so anti-blackjack. He says, uh, I love, and there's a line, <laughs> yeah. roll the dice, roll the dice, rather be 21 than play it. Which is so like, that's so snide to say to some old dude playing 21, I'd rather be 21 than play yeah. 21. And then he says, stick that blackjack up your ass. There you go. So he's just really down on blackjack.
2: <laughs> all- and we,
0: and we, there's no way we're going to
2: find out why. Well, why? I, yeah. I, I know nothing about gambling, so I'm just... Yeah. You don't.
1: Yeah, but like you said, that was a big part of their, uh, Bobby's life growing up. Oh, and everything absolutely. With his absolutely, dad, yeah. And he definitely put that in a so, lot so of. So
0: did Bobby have a mom and a dad or just grew up
2: with his dad? No,
1: no, no. His mom, yeah. He grew yes, up with
2: his dad. I think his mom passed away. A, uh, while before his dad, okay, right. right. But. but his
1: parents were together, mm-hmm. and his mom was like really, supposedly really sweetheart. I heard very religious, and as she got older, she definitely got more religious. And yeah, and his dad, like I said, his dad had you know he that was, was a
2: grifter. He,
0: <laughs> really, I'm saying that yeah, I got some grifters in my family too. <laughs> do you? They're not oh, yeah, going to listen right, to this podcast, do. so you know you I got know. a cousin. I got a cousin where the you Googler He first, was always gambling. Or he was it gambling? But is is a ripoff reports. <laughs> So you Google my cousin's name, and it's oh, like, nice. "Hey, I found you on the internet." Oh, you're there a bunch of times on Ripoff Report. Can you
1: say his name? Can you repeat it?
0: Do you want? It's him? a, it's a woman. And, and uh, no, no,
1: let's not, let's not. Um, oh, there's a train again. The train's coming by.
0: But she was intimately involved in me seeing Journey live in 1980. Five. I'm
2: gonna show you my Steve Perry tattoo when this is done. Awesome. I gotta take my pants off though. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! All right, Tommy Landau. Tommy Landau. Okay, here right, Landa, i okay. cha- is. I'm gonna change
1: here no, right fine. now. We're gonna go into "Pause Moonshine," which is this is another one of my favorite loads. Oh, it's a great
0: song. <laughs> but it's a great yeah, song. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Uh, and this is another one that I remember distinctly. I'm
0: reading on your sheet. Bobby did not have a little sister, so I, um, it's just. Another uh, fantasy song. I know,
2: right? Which is I'm glad to, have a to little know sister? that. And you could not make this song nowadays; Ugh. wouldn't it go over so well, right? Well, all right. So basically,
1: this song, the narrator, the narrator song, is complaining about his little sister and how he hated her because she was a slut. There oh, goes the train.
0: Yeah, it's a big. Stay train. away from the
1: train. It's much. It goes much no, that's faster. That's the than slower you. train. Oh, it is a slow one. All right, so that's she, like
0: the Bob Dylan train.
1: Because she always slept with his friends, but their drunken father was
2: abusive to her.
1: So, basically, in the song, he says, she was a slut and I
2: hated her guts, but nobody deserved nobody that Nobody deserved shit. that shit. But whatever the abuse was, wasn't sexual. Well,
1: that's... This is... All right, I want to say right now... You think he is, just
2: sat her down and was just like, you sucked? Well, this is It was, is just, the it was genius. verbal, mental abuse, probably. This is the
1: genius of, of Bobby Lowe Johnson, because this song could, be, could have been much darker than it is. He made her watch
0: Jeopardy, and then she would yell at her when she didn't know the answer. Yeah,
1: well, basically, it could have been really dark, but then he says... Lord knows what he was doing to her. I don't know. It wasn't even sexual. He he might have
2: read Dr. Seuss and made her watch cartoons. But leaving it to your imagination is so brilliant. That is true. And makes it way like what it it shows what a sick fuck you are by what you imagine. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, this is
1: another one that, I, like I said, I remember seeing him doing it to the point where if this song has a lot of starts and stops in it, and he goes, Nobody deserves that shit! And what does he do? What does he do to the dad? Oh, he, he gets his dad's shotgun, <laughs> and he blows his fucking head off. That's and then true. he drinks all his schlitz. He shoots him right in his fat face. His fat, fat, his fucking, right his face. fat
0: fucking face. <laughs> well, you want to know another story, Rip, Rip from the headlines? Is that I had? I have a relative that killed his granddad with a shotgun. Oh! Did he shoot
1: him right in his fat fucking face? He did.
2: Oh Jesus! Nice. <laughs>
0: He's in prison now. From now
1: on. Oh good. Okay. Well, that's. I'm glad to hear that. But this song, like you said, fantasy, just total fantasy. Really great song. And one thing I got to say, I love how anywhere you see the song, it's just pause. It's called pause moonshine, but it's just spelled P A S moonshine. So no it's apostrophe. Like, past. No. But I love how no one in load knew that you, you needed the- you got to put apostrophe. Apostrophe. Like possessive. You got to put an apostrophe in there, but they don't give a fuck. They call it pass moonshine because they're low. So I just, I love that. I don't know. I just love that. Speaking, Speaking of apostrophe, fun, it's beautiful.
0: we did that. We did that album. We did apostrophe, yeah.
1: We got to bring it back around. And Bobby, yeah, Bobby might have been in. Bobby was into. Uh, by the way, he was into a lot of. Uh, a lot of shit, like all different kinds of music. He was in a
2: ton of garage rock. He yeah. was like a historian. A lot of early 80s hard like hardcore. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it
0: very well-rounded across. taste. Yep. The lyrics are, even though a lot of times they're a little demented, they're also very, The uh, definitely the work of a very, very clever intellect.
1: Less is more. That goddamn train is still going by. <laughs> I told you <laughs> it was a long train. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, so now, speaking of lyrics, we get this I song. I mail train, which, baby. I don't know what the fruit. fuck he's saying in this one. Palomino Steak. He, I know, he starts out, this song is dedicated to my old man. Horse
0: is fucking Palomino man. Steak. It's the a fucking horse. The first time. Oh, oh. Yeah.
2: But it, it, sometimes you see it and it's spelled steaks like the cut of meat and then sometimes it's spelled steaks like, like your uh, steaks and gambling of yams. course that's right of course so <laughs> because the first the time I probably wrote it yeah How <laughs> oh, do you spell steak steak I thought like when you f- hear it for the first time if you have no reference for it or no context you think it's like you know this song's dedicated to my old man hey yeah.
0: hey hey let me tell you something you stand on Sunny Isles Beach you can get a fucking Palomino steak because Russians they eat horse meat I'm serious. You go I think to the restaurant. Horse so
2: you want the special steak? <laughs>
0: they're gonna they're gonna serve it up for you.
2: From what I understand, we have a
0: fresh supply right here at Gulfstream
2: Park. Pretty much the same as a fucking Whopper. So uh, what were you saying, Rick? The first time you heard this? Well, you think it's because he hates his dad. It, it sounds like he's angry towards him. But right. once you really dig into Bobby, you realize it's uh complimentary of his dad yeah it's his a celebration was, of his dad he talks about how his dad knew audrey murphy is that his name audrey murphy yeah audrey murphy star willie audrey, He says willie shoemaker drove up a cliff yep he says and he so, says kentucky fried piece of shit yeah <laughs> kentucky's doing coke in the back room does
1: he say i'm not a girlfriend
2: no i'm, I'm not a, a thoroughbred i'm a, I'm quarter, a quarter horse. horse. Yeah. and that line is so indicative of his sort of uh, it's like white trash guilt and lack of confidence. I feel. Oh, right? You know That's what I'm good. saying? Yes, it's I do exactly like, like, what you're saying. I know exactly. Like, I'm like. not worth it. <laughs> you know, it's very. Yeah, if you look yeah. into what he's really saying in the context of the song, it, I mean, it really makes sense. But oh, when you yeah, dig deeper.
1: It does, and and load. That's another thing about load. Load is a band that had to come out of like
2: Miami, of South Florida. Mm-hmm. They're like very indicative of that. That whole,
1: yeah, that whole like sort of white trashy, culture. swampy. When yeah, you
2: talk and, to Jeff Johnson, he tells you that in their neighborhood, they grew up in a very upper to middle class neighborhood, and uh, the Johnsons were the people that all the upper-class people didn't want in that neighborhood. <laughs> so there's...
1: His exact... But they probably, all, much but that they role. probably all hung out at his ha- their house because they
2: probably had an awesome... Well, yeah, awesome who doesn't want to hang out with house. the fucking grifter gambler uh, who can deal you under yeah. the table and play poker with you? Grifter. But it all makes sense when you hear, like, think about shit like that. And uh, this song also has the rare Jeff Cucci lead
1: at the end. He actually played oh, like the Oh, that's the best solo
2: ever. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't do many solos. He's Dude, more The dive what he does in the end of yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: It's he, fucking gonzo. Jeff, you can't
1: say it enough. Jeff Cucci was an amazingly creative guitarist, and he got some sounds out of his guitar. And he never, he didn't use pedals or shit. He used a little echo once in a while, but he just plugged his guitar in and turned that shit up, and he, right? Danny, Danny's not in his That song sounds like. How do you know, Danny? Like- what were you, like, 12 years old? Dad, uh, Dad, give
2: him a break. Come on. That sounds like Jimmy Hendrix playing that. When he don't, took don't real bad yeah, acid, All right, he could take it.
0: <laughs> we'll see.
1: All right. Now we get to another. This is the load epic. The next song, uh, "Picking Days."
0: Good song too. Picking
1: Days is great. It's a great song. It's five minutes and twenty-four seconds. So this is like a. This is like the load epic. And I was born in these lands. I was reared in these lands. I love how he says, I was reared in Because it's total lands. southern talk. Yes, exactly.
2: True, but true. did you pick up the part in the middle where he's like
1: SS? T-
2: oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. says, serenity, serenity through and he, he kind of spits it out like he doesn't, he isn't sure of what he's saying, like yes. he's just coming up with everything in the vocal booth, yeah. making it up. Is there a thing called serenity through physics? Is that a real thing? I or don't know. Or is that no, a body? Google that. that I think he saw an there's SVP sticker and just spit out whatever. You, there's a microphone. Go talk on the microphone. Talk about there's a microphone, dog. Ray's showing you how to use a microphone. Use a microphone. That was Angry Samoans as ST, not LSD. Ah, Uh, there we go. They weren't afraid. He wasn't afraid to steal shit. Um, STP
0: was the uh, the acid made by Owsley, the guy, the the ultra-powerful acid that uh, Pete Townsend took and had an out-of-body experience on an airplane.
1: Oh, really? That's right. (laughs) Nice. All right, so this song has the classic line, though, about your GED, where he says, My GED set me free. So I can stay home and watch cable GED. TV. Yeah. Did Bobby get his GED? Do we know? Oh yeah, did Do we Bobby, have that info. I don't know, but the, the narrator gonna, of the song want so proud, proud spark.
2: that he got a GED. I feel like he's just like satirizing some, some asshole he hates. Right, and
1: then he says, and then he says, one day maybe I'll go to college and get
2: a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it's like, you, no, if you look at the did, lyrics, the no things he PhD, said, yeah. he's like, I grew my hair long, I shaved my head. He's he, it sounds like you're just talking about someone that's trend hopping. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, You really think yeah. about that's it. Good. That was that's always good. my impression. Right. It's so hard to dig into really what he meant. Like... You could ask around all oh, you fucking want, but nobody really knows. Right. Well, no one in the band knows. No, I'd ask no no one else know. any yeah. useless. <laughs> That's kind of what makes it so cool, dude. It's it all does. so cryptic.
1: And, right. And the fact that it probably changed, you know, from so to show to show, whatever he felt like saying.
2: I think it also had, like, several meanings. I think he was one of those people that had several meanings for everything he said. Like, oh,
1: yeah. Well, because at one point he's talking about STP, which he says, Serenity through Physics, but then he says, I'll stay home and get a STP. STD. STD. Well, I mean, STD. STD. <laughs> so he's playing around with that a little bit. He's playing around with that. It's fun. It is fun. Um, all right. So we get into the 10th song, which is, again, we're in Little Haiti. We're talking about Little Haiti. It's called Haitian Incantation. Oh, that
2: song is dope. I can't tell what he's saying in some parts of that, I think but Rob's I love got it the, bigger.
0: uh, well, it's yeah, the, here we go. It's like hijinks.
2: It. Yeah. More hijinks uh, outside of Churchill's I, yeah. I, I, I love that. I love the story. I, I love the mythology Berry, of right. Southern pop culture reference. Yeah. Who is he talking uh, about? Imelda
0: Marcos. Everybody remember that she was the uh, wife of the, the dictator of the Philippines, uh, with the Bertrand shoes. Marcos. With the shoes. And she had a closet <laughs> with 5,000 pairs of shoes in it, which, uh, you know, the Philippine people paid for. Um, And Mel Demarcos gave me a ride, took me to a Churchill's Hideaway. I was pretty fucking high. (laughs) I don't think this really happened. Killer show. Oh, this is your thing. I don't
1: think it happened. But if Bobby would get
2: rides, you're blowing my mind. I didn't even know that's what he said. Yeah, it's so hard to tell him what he New Orleans
0: half assed voodoo man. I've got my mojo on my dick and my right hand. I think, I think he, that's I just think a clever guy. is that? And my dick it in my right hand is what I think he's saying. Yeah, yeah, that's great.
1: That's that's such a good line. Yeah, so <laughs> it's sort of the Haitian. I think this could have been. Uh, they were on tour. I I know they played New Orleans, mm-hmm. so they could have seen some voodoo guy there. And, and he come on, Fausto, help us out. I
2: just love how much what he shouts out the Churchill
1: about yeah, the, yeah, yeah. What happened in New the, Orleans? Imelda Marcos dropped him off and turned The mythology, tai, the mythology so is great, right. right? Maybe she did. Who knows? Maybe she was visiting. Like I, I said, more chaos magic,
2: more chaos magic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so then we get. This now is why we, we're still talking about him. Now we get to the highly contested title
2: slalom and Gomorrah. This is the best <laughs> fucking load song. There is no better load song. Really? really? Just Call so you this know, is your this favorite. is. The quiz essential it load is, song. It, it's the quintessential it's the because it's got
1: it's got all the load things. It's got the starts and the stops in it. And I love how it's called Slalom and Gamora, but in some things it's called
2: Slalom and Gamoron.
0: Ah. Support
2: your local scene, you're a fucking moron. Yeah, yeah. It's just him shit-talking. To me, it's him shit-talking every local band that's trying to make it to the top. He's just like, fuck you, you are idiot. Right, this is them on tour.
1: They're touring and they're saying, support your local scene, you fucking moron. Every town sucks just as bad. But he says, but if we play with air conditioning, I'd I'd be pretty glad. (laughs) And go uh, back yeah, to the yeah, swamps yeah. you came from. Yeah, 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 which is something I bet people told them. Maybe a other than someone said, go hard. back to the swamps you came from. So uh, yeah, fucking right. good. Bright line?
0: Is that the that's bright line? That's the bright line. Right, there we go.
1: Don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah, don't. Exactly. That is, that,
2: that's the song we I play, play, people. When I want to play oh, them to for the first okay, time, that's your introduction. That your is, is my favorite. That was a song that got me hooked.
1: And that is in the movie, too, because I know in the trailer, at least, I know that song's in the The best fucking song. Did you basically you you bullied Gary through this entire movie,
2: didn't you? No, not so much. I mean, I don't know. You have to ask him. I, he I was will. into oh, it, I man. Will. Gary like is always always wants to do shit. He just needed somebody to fucking Contact everybody and be like, yeah, no, that's do important. This. I didn't you need someone. Fully like him, but I motivated him. You motivated him. I good. motivated. Good for you.
1: Who's older? Are you the older brother? Oh, yes, I'm the older oh, brother. Okay. See, that makes sense. You motivated him. That's it cool. had
2: to happen, dude. We had to do so. And we had such a good fucking time doing it. Like, <laughs> that, guys, that's what it was all you guys about. Were,
1: did you ever think there's sort of like a, a symbiosis between you and your brother and like Bobby Johnson and he was close with his brother? And, well, I um,
2: I hope I'm not a fucking <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, I'm sure that would Deary make you would Bobby. say like, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. No, Bobby was a great guy; everyone no, loved him. No, Bobby's no, Bobby is great. I, I don't ever mean to like when I like joke around about. No, Bob, I know. Like, I know. I, it's Bobby punk rock. is it's like punk rock. You one of with that. Bobby is, if not my favorite singer. Yeah, well, I will my tell favorite you, favorite singer. Bobby
1: died a couple of months after my my best friend Dan Hosker, uh-huh. the late great Dan, Dan Hosker died. Two two guys that definitely passed way before they should have. But like I said at Dan's funeral, and it's the same thing applies to Bobby. These two guys lived lives that people who live to be 80
2: wouldn't live a life yeah, that it these guys Yeah, packed a lot of stuff. They Bobby was it. a, a true stuff. artist through and through. Oh, yeah. All the yeah. shit he did, think about... Like, I know so many people that passed away, like, when I was in high school even. And, you know, people die, and two, three years later... Their names are non-fucking-existent. Nobody thinks of them. Right. That's this is a person that passed away six fucking years ago, and whose and band people was are basically over still 20 years ago talking about it. Yeah, so
1: that means something. Like yeah.
2: Bobby was way. Bobby was too fucking ahead of his time. If you really think about it.
0: Is this the uh, slee Stack? So we got
1: next? yeah
2: Yeah, Stack is the
1: final song, which we did, which is not on Drunken Warrior Chief, but I know oh, Tara, you really love song. this song. Yeah.
0: Everybody yeah. from the 70s knows what a Stack is. Well,
1: okay, so tell Land me, of the Lost. Uh, what is... Uh,
0: Land of the Lost Land is the, the, the Lost. monsters that made a hissing sound, and they were really cheesy. Land of the Lost was like the most low-budged, cheesy Saturday morning show. And so, oh, you yeah, gotta mic. go out All on the mic. You got, we got the, the back Someone else anyway, with a with a oh, new name. Oh, was he gonna tell the sleestacks were the, oh. the, the, the monster Yo, villains in land he of the told lost. me the, the story? I thought so. This is
2: how
1: we found out. All right, All right here we go, go, go ahead. Lifeguard tell us Jim, dude. go ahead. Get in the mic. This is yeah. Lifeguard Jim. everyone. Lifeguard else right. Jim. So the, the song song Stack had to do with Bobby when he was a younger kid. He
0: couldn't drive yet, and there was a guy down the street that was a crackhead who had a car, and when he needed a ride to go somewhere. This guy would make him smoke crack with him,
1: <laughs> or
0: he wouldn't get a ride where he wanted wow. to go. And in the background, he would play Pink Floyd's first album at eleven. Oh, that's so, so he'd listen Florida. to Sid Barrett, "Piper at the Gates of Dawn," very
1: loud, and that was his prelude to driving around in this guy's car. Oh, that's what nice. that's what the whole song's about. Now, who who told smoke you this? Bobby you told me. That. Oh, that's yeah, awesome! Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, as far as the sleestack
0: part. I don't even know why. Well,
1: listen. That th- dude probably just seemed right. like a slee stack. made a hissing sound. I remember that, but... It, it, Maybe that the, was the
0: sound of the crack pipe.
1: In the Urban Dictionary, you know when you look up a word, you get the Urban Dictionary definition? Oh, what is the Urban Dictionary? The Urban Dictionary, urban dictionary defines slee stack as a state of intoxication that transforms the usually quiet person into an over-affectionate, creepy bar stuff Bobby
2: Lode invented that.
1: I think he invented that. I think that, Bobby right? Lode invented that. He invented that. the
2: that fucking shit wasn't in the Urban Dictionary. Right. He did our, that now, from beyond the grave.
1: All right, so Lifeguard Jim, I have an important question for you. Is he saying smoking crack with Sinbad in it, though? <laughs> Sid Barrett, dude. <laughs> oh, Sid Barrett. Sin <laughs> with Sid Sin Barrett. Like Floyd. The first, God, first, that I would boy, be a nightmare. So so Imagine a having cigar. to smoke I crack break. with Sinbad. Now it makes sense. Now but now
0: what a weird sense. choice to listen to on crack is fucking Pink Floyd not now, what i would listen I to on it, crack right, right, no, no, hell hell yeah. lsd maybe right yeah right or <laughs> smoke some weed whatever and listen to pink floyd but crack,
1: crack? dude that's, well you know that's florida what that's would florida you listen to on crack
2: <laughs> you know, I've never smoked I, yes, crack. I've yeah. never uh, smoked crack. Good for you. I yeah, probably would listen to little Lord if a I smoked I don't crack. Think,
1: crack. Not, I don't think any of us have smoked crack. No. All right. Anyone smoke crack, here out who smoked crack? crack raise don't your ask hands. that. Don't ask that. Keep raising your, your hand from the mic. All right. I just want to say also at the end of this song, he got says. no takers on that it's question. It's a slow death. All right. You know, he says it's a slow, oh, yeah, slow death. Slow, slow death. What is he talking about here? I. Don't uh-uh. think you picked this up because you're too young to know, but Bobby was a fucking rock and roll historian. He's got that from the Flaming Groovy song "Slow Death." Uh-huh. I thought he just uh-huh. meant that if you smoke enough crack, nah, you die. But the Flaming Groovy's classic Flamin' Groovy song "Slow Death," and Bobby was a Big Clay McGrewy Sands, and he was a Charlie Pickett fan, and Charlie Pickett used to cover this song, so he got that slow death, that thing at the end. There that's you go. You, well, now I know.
0: Yeah, it's all about the connections.
1: Uh, it's all about the connections, that's right. And uh, and Bobby was all about that, and um, man, so, yeah, alright, so we did it. That's the songs that, that was we want great. to talk about. And everyone, I implore you guys out there, hey, all of you out there chatting among yourselves, I hope you're all going. Are you guys going to the, see the movie this weekend?
0: Clap. Give us some problems. Yeah, they- there we go. All right. Why don't you tell them where it's at and what time it's, it's playing. It's at
1: Savor Cinema in Fort Lauderdale, Friday, February 1st, Saturday, February 2nd. Both. It's 9 p.m. And it, you go to Fliff.com uh, slash movies slash whiskey on beer world premiere. But you could, you could Google whiskey on beer world premiere and you will find it. Uh, get tickets. It's two nights only in Fort Lauderdale. So you guys definitely want to see that. Don't forget, you could also go to rattownrecords.bandcamp.com to uh, check out this record that we're talking about. So, it's yeah, of, buy
0: we sh- it. Yeah, we should mention a couple of things. We should thank our long suffering sponsor, Is isthistomorrow.com, this tomorrow. the web long running
2: webcomic.
1: Yes, thank you so much for our sponsor. And thank, thank, you thank you for you, this beer. It's delicious. Thank you for having com. me.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Rick, for coming. And uh, 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 I would p- like to come back down here and do this again. Okay, the, yeah. next, the next band you, gotta you become obsessed the next with. Next time. band next you become band I, obsessed I, with. And Chris is b- not going to kick your for beers
0: for another trip. Bully your brother. Do so I have to, cool. to
2: make a whole documentary again? Yeah. Do this.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: All right, so what are we doing next week, Barry?
0: We're doing one of the greatest records you've never heard. Yes. It's by a band called The Pretty Things, who are a 60s and 70s British rock band. And in nineteen, late 1969, they went into Abbey Road Studios and they recorded an album called Parachute and it is a unique masterpiece with yeah, a
1: band that was 20 at least 20 years ahead of their time.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> 20, they also 30 years ahead if you like Pink Floyd, you're going to listen to this and you go, "Oh, they stole that from Pink Floyd." And you're going to go, "Oh, wait a second. No, Pink, it's Floyd, Pink Floyd It's yeah. before Pink Floyd. It's before Dark Side of the Moon. It's before this stuff. Parachute by The Pretty Things is Fantastic. So it's who Pink Floyd ripped off. A
1: shitload of bands Basically. ripped off. Exactly. If you listen yeah. to this Pink Floyd, there's there's an, this Floyd out record, a song you're going to call here. Sid it out.
0: There's a song on this album where Radiohead directly stole a key melody from... Uh, uh, from Parachute by the Pretty Thing. So that's next week. That's next and week. we should mention our Patreon, Rob. Yes,
1: patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. Thank you, everyone, who have become patrons. Yes. And, and do it. And so you could do it for $1 a month. Uh, come on, Rob. One, for a, three, a high-paid seven. account. Become a patron of this goddamn yeah. podcast. It's TRGMH <laughs> at uh, Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. It's a way to support podcasts. So... Uh, yeah, it's a way to give back. You know, it's you a always a way take. to give back. You to can't just take, free. you can't just take all the time, You, take all the you gotta time, give back right. once in a while. Alright, so once again, thank you, Rick, so much for being a oh, guest Thank on you for podcast. having me. Thank you, Chris. You did a and great Laser job. Wolf. Thank you for all the Thank Richard you, everyone. Beer, for Laser coming. Wolf. Thank you, yeah. Chris. And Laser Wolf. Let's hear it one more time okay. for Laser Wolf. Alright, that's one more time, that's very stock. That's Rob Elba. And we'll see you guys next week on That Record Got Me High. We're out.